Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to President, Patriot, or Puppet. You know, there are far too many lies that have come from the mouth of the liar-in-chief that time will allow us to cover. So forgive me if when I picked out some of them, starting as far back as when he was a candidate for president, and I left any of your favorite ones out, just forgive me. So starting with 2008 Obama candidate, my church is like another Christian church. Didn't know Jeremiah Wright was a radical. I barely know Rezco. I was never an ACORN trainer. I never worked for ACORN in any capacity. My wife didn't mean what she said about pride and country. I have always been against Iraq. I don't have lobbyists. Seniors making less than 50000 will not pay taxes. Have troops out of Iraq in March 31, 2009. My father served in World War II. When a bill lands on my desk, the American people will have five days to review it before I sign it. I'll get rid of earmarks. I have visited all 57 states. We will go through our federal budget page by page, line by line, eliminating those programs we don't need and insisting that those we do operate in a sensible, cost-effective way. We would have the most transparent administration in history. Why, Mr. Ayers is just a guy who was my neighbor and in my neighborhood, but not somebody who I exchange ideas from on a regular basis. No more wiretapping of citizens. Now, here's the lies from the first year of the presidency. We began by passing a recovery act that has already saved or created 150,000 jobs. Of course, he was caught cooking the books. Now, this next one, of course, could arguably be words used to impeach him by, since uh, they are now proven lies. He says, I do solemnly swear or affirm that I will faithfully execute the office of President of the United States and will, to the best of my ability, preserve, protect, and defend the Constitution of the United States. Now, we move on to cut deficit in half by the end of the first term. <laughs> That's a funny one. Health care deals will be covered by C-SPAN. Recovery Act will save and create jobs. Who remembers him saying, well, the jobs were not quite as shuffle-ready as we thought they were. Uh, I am not somebody who promotes same-sex marriage, won't raise taxes on those making less than 250000 a year. Now let's go to lies during the second year of president. No boots on the ground in Libya. Reform will also rein in the abuse of excess that nearly brought down our financial system. It will finally bring transparency to the kinds of complex, risky transactions that help trigger the financial crisis. And then the health care bill will not increase the deficit one dime. If you like your health care plan, you can keep it, period. Under our plan, no federal dollars will be used to fund abortions, and federal consensus laws will remain in place. Obamacare fee is not a new tax. We, the health care package, will pay for itself. We shouldn't mandate the purchase of health care. We have run out of places in the U.S. to drill for oil. Republicans don't have a single idea that's different from George Bush's. Not one. Now lies during the third year. In his 2012 State of the Union address, President Obama said that American oil production is the highest that it's ever been in eight years. And then, I've done more for Israel's security than any president ever. Then virtually every Senate Republican voted against the tax cut last week. Oh, my God. Please don't vomit now. Now, every idea that we've put forward are ones that traditionally have been supported by Democrats and Republicans alike. Can we put a warrant out now for his arrest? Oh, my God, that is such a lie. 
GOP responsible for Obama jobs bill not passing. Oh, wow. Then you've got the GOP, which is for dirtier air, dirtier water, less people with health insurance. Oh, God, now I'm, I'm going to puke. Now, uh, the fence between U.S. and Mexico is, per, is practically complete. And then he says, rich don't pay their fair share. Now, here's lies during the fourth year of presidency. The sequester is not something that I've proposed. It is something that Congress has proposed. And he says, Mitt Romney raised nursing home fees eight times. Oh, yeah. Planned Parenthood provides mammograms. Now, to me, that statement is like his visiting all 57 states, you guys. We got back every dime we used to rescue the financial system. I don't know anyone that dumb who would believe that. Now, Benghazi violence was caused by an uh, a Internet video and demonstrations. Oh, yeah, right. Mitt Romney plans to fire Big Bird. Everybody remembers that. Under Governor Romney's definition, Donald Trump is a small business. I think it's important for us to understand that Fast and Furious program was a field-initiated program begun under the previous administration. Oh, yes, sir. And what did you do with it? Killed a few people with uh, guns? Oh, yeah. Okay. My budget will cut the deficit by $4 trillion over 10 years. He has spent more money than every president from the beginning of our country combined. The American automobile industry has come roaring back. Oh, jump. We're going to jump on to the lies during the fifth year of presidency. If you like your health care plan, you can keep it, period. I said Benghazi was a terrorist attack from the beginning. The Foreign Intelligence Surveillance Court is transparent. First of all, I didn't set a red line. The world sets the red line. Remember when the left said Bush lied, people died about the George Bush administration and the Iraq war? President Bush and everyone else in the American government and, and every intelligent community made the argument that Saddam Hussein had weapons of mass destruction and uh, Saddam intended to use them against America. When those WMDs were not found, the anti-war protesters came out of the woodwork claiming Bush lied. Now, fast forward to Obama's Arab Spring and the Benghazi terrorist attack that resulted in deaths of four Americans. Did Obama knowingly lie to the American people? Recently, declassified documents concerning the Benghazi terror attack shows that Barack Hussein Obama administration knew from the beginning that the terror attack had nothing to do with the badly made YouTube video about Mohammed. The Secretary of Defense, Leon Panetta, and, and General Martin uh, Dempsey apparently had a pre-planned meeting with President Obama that day where they could have briefed the president on the situation in Benghazi. The Senate Intelligence Commission uh, had uh, released a document that seems to indicate that the Benghazi terror attack was preventable. Those four Americans who died could have been saved if the Obama administration did not try to push their false narrative to hide the facts from the American people so Obama would have a better chance of getting re-elected. Does the Benghazi scandal rise to the level of President Obama's knowingly lying about what he knew and when he knew it? Time will tell if we keep asking the right questions and demanding real answers to Congress re regardless of parties should subpoena Leon Panetta and General uh, Dempsey to answer questions under oath about what they knew and when they knew it and if and when they briefed the president on the situation. Congress will never punish Panetta and Dempsey if they are found culpable and guilty of a cover-up and lying. But when we take back the Senate and keep the House in 2014 elections, then possibly we can force the Republicans' hands to start the impeachment process. Is any American proud to hear 
the Iranian president comments just days before the launch of the nuclear deal with Iran. Iranian President uh, Hossein Rahmani declared, world powers surrendered to Iranian nations' will. Now, this is, you know, it's, it wants you... The real tough and strong American sees that we have to get this out of our lives. We must realize that our action plan starts by flipping the Senate and holding the House in 2014, period. And, you know, anyone who uses that word after making a statement will forever more be seen as a liar, period, has taken on new Depths. I'm going to bring on a gentleman by the name of Craig, who is going to introduce himself now and throw in a few cents worth. Well, thanks. That's all the time we have here on the show today. <laughs> <laughs> you know, when you start covering Obama's lies, oh my goodness. Hey, I'm Craig Andreessen. Uh, I'm I'm uh, the proprietor, I guess you could say it, of the National Patriot, thenationalpatriot.com. Um, writing articles every day, uh, coming at you straight from the right side of politics with some of, I think, really some of the most hard-hitting and honest commentary you're going to find anywhere. And, uh, David, it's just uh, great to be on the show with you today. Thank you. Wonderful to have you. I cannot wait for all of our word exchange here. It's not that we don't have plenty of material to talk about. Uh, (laughs) There is plenty there. And just uh, for a a brief intro, let's uh, bring on uh, Mock and get Mock to uh, introduce himself. Come in, Mock. Hi, I'm Mark Davis. I'm a physician, uh, media consultant, uh, author, and a journalist. I write uh, books on... (laughs) On the right side as well, I wrote the book Obamacare, Dead on Arrival, A Prescription for Disaster, Demons of Democracy. I'm definitely on the right side of the track when it comes to Obama. We need to get rid of him and Obamacare as well. Uh, I've written hundreds of articles, political articles and healthcare articles, that fall on the conservative end of the field. We need to turn over Congress in 2014. That's the intent of many of my articles. They're read in many media platforms uh, around the country. And uh, I really appreciate being on your show. Oh, it's great to have you, Mark. And I I can't hardly wait. We're going to have a a great time. We've got, I think the three of us are kind of centered mentally on uh, just the same playing field. And I I do appreciate having both of you here. We just, there's not a, a, a great deal that one can say when you take words like, uh, oh, how about this one? Try to guess who, who this is. There's four dead people over there, and at this time, uh, what difference does it make? You know, Hillary, oh, Benghazi Hillary. Benghazi <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Hillary. People, I wrote an article yeah. about her. She's yeah. a liar, habitual liar, and she'll okay. never be president. Oh, I would hope that there are enough brain cells going around that people will just stay in tuned. I mean, I've even had uh, in a group of mine on LinkedIn a person saying, you know, I wish we could just leave all this baggage behind. There's so much turmoil going on and just move forward. I said, yeah, that's that's exactly what people like Clinton would like is just to throw that past in the past and just wait for the next scandal before you start talking. She faked the stroke not to go uh, to be heard at the the Benghazi hearings. She wore foreign thick glasses, if you remember. She stuttered oh, yeah. a little. She walked unbalanced. She didn't have oh, yeah. a collection of her thoughts. She, it was complete nonsense what she did. Now she has no thick glasses. She gives speeches everywhere. She walks normally. Uh, she, she never had a stroke. And she is ahead in the polls right now, especially in the Iowa polls. She outpaces Christie and, and a lot of the other people that are competing for this spot in 2016. So uh, there are people that there are people out there that are still so dumbed down, and they will follow her. Her groupies are everywhere. I can't imagine uh, it being very difficult to get ahead of the Obama hugging Christie, uh, but that's just my opinion. You know. <laughs> <laughs> and when I saw well, yeah. that on the seashore, when the two of them were walking down after the storm, it made me sick. It was complete. <laughs> I used to own a home in Wildwood, New Jersey, till last year, 
And I and I saw that, and uh, they went to Wildwood, and they looked around. They were there for photo ops. That's all they were there for. <laughs> jump in here, Craig. Come on, jump in. Well, you know, bashful. look, it's it's one thing. It's one thing when, you know, you have a, a storm like Superstorm Sandy, and it causes the devastation it did, and the president of the United States from a different political party than you claim to be from. Uh, you know, shows up to assess the damage or have a look at it, and you go out, you show the president around, and you say, well, here's, you know, here's why we need, you know, the the federal assistance, and here's why we need this and that. It's another thing altogether. When you go strolling down the beach and you're having some laughs and your photographs smiling, I mean, you know, you you don't treat somebody that that. You know, whose party that you're going to run against, who you have spoken against, like your best friend, and, and expect people not to notice. But now Hillary, let's let's go back to that Hillary debacle when she was testifying. You know, and I did a whole article on this this morning. You know, with the Senate uh, intelligence, the quote unquote intelligence report that came out uh, yesterday. That woman is as guilty of treason as is Obama. When you've got your people in Benghazi and the security people that are hired by your State Department that are begging you for more security, and I mean, literally up till the night that the attacks happened on September 11, 2012, when your people are begging you for that and you turn your back on them, you actually draw your security out, and then you replace that security with Ansar al-Sharia, the February 17th Brigade, that's al-Qaeda by another name. Those are our enemies at a time of war. Angers you are advocating and invading the enemy when you do something like that. And then you go and you lie to Congress. Well, I didn't know any of this was going on. I didn't read my memos. Come on. Give yeah. me a break. Impeachable and fireable. I'm, I'm just uh, sick to death of it. I mean, we could throw in there uh, Eric Holder, who's doing nothing except a, an agenda of, of uh, taking away a, a person's uh, right, if you will, if, they're, if they're, the color of the skin does not happen to match his. Now, when we go back to that fast and furious thing, yes, the intention started under Bush, but the extra marital affair started with uh, Holder and uh, those people that were killed with those guns. It was an intentional act because they wanted to claim our guns. And how do you do that? Well, you've got to strike up a a conversation about something. Oh, my God, look what happened with those guns. We've got to get rid of those guns. That's the only way you can control a strong America is to Eric remove Holder their guns. Eric has applied the law unequally across the country, and, and, and it has its racial in, in origin what he's been doing. Uh, the knockout games, as an example, uh, if, if a black hits a white, it's okay. A white hits a black one time, he's under prosecution now by the DOJ. That's what we're seeing right now, unequal application of the law across the land. Obama himself uses the Constitution as a, a doormat instead of a roadmap because he thinks it gets in the way of his uh, reign. And so we have a real bad uh, issue. The Congress does not have the cojones, if you will, uh, to act on impeachment. There's economic treasons. There are multiple levels of treason this man has committed. Economic treason is just one of them. Uh, using the IRS like the Nixon did is just one reason to go after him. But they won't do it. They just won't get up there and do it. No backbone at all. Oh, not only that, I, I think from uh, Reed down over there, it's just a big ball of treason. They hate America. There is no question in my mind that they are for our country. There is nothing that he has ever presented that will do anything other than to prove that he is whatever uh, can evolve, even through uh, executive fiat with all of the ex executive orders from this this uh, liar-in-chief up there coming out is 
it's an what I call an abomination. It's a play on words, but it's the truth. It's 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 a, a a grid that is got us gridlocked. We've got to fire those people. And and by the way, we got to yeah. fire the rhinos as well. Okay, Republican in name only. We we got to clean house and get the patriots back in office. And and I mean, I I, I love to listen to that Trey Gowdy or, or Trey. Uh, uh, I believe it's Gowdy. Yeah, uh, when he was really going after uh, the uh, Holder, Eric Holder, on that Fast and Furious, and it was just incredible. I know you guys, you know, listened to that, but it was yes, very you much know, incredible. You know, let me let me say this about Trey Gowdy. If you know wherever wherever you're listening to this program from today, if your congressman isn't like Trey Gowdy, fire him. And go yeah. find yourself one that is like yeah. Trey Gowdy. If your senators aren't like Trey Gowdy, fire them. Yeah. And go find yourself yeah, senators th- that are like Trey Gowdy. If we had a Congress yeah. full of Trey Gowdies, yeah. we would not have the problems we have today. They're gung ho oh, conservatives yeah. until they get to Washington, then they go into the mine mob set. And they change once they go across the 495 Beltway. Something happens to people when they go down there, and major changes. And that's what we're seeing now. A lot of the people that we elected as conservatives are moving more towards the left, and we all know that. And we call them rhinos. So there you go. As it, what I have is a term limit. And term limit should be the the rule of the day. We We are going to have to... Change everything from top down, and that means term limits, and then a live within your budget type of thing, and realize that yes, it's going to be painful. I listened to a radio program from WLBJ, or I forget which one it is, in Austin, Texas, uh, about the uh, a gentleman interviewing a person who was on welfare, housing, subsidies. She, she went down a list of things and who was bragging in the fact that, look, are you kidding? I don't want a job. Who would want to go to a job? I mean, you're going to get a free million dollars, and you're going you're to tell me you're going to refuse it and go to work? And he would go into questions like uh, uh, specifically, well, how are you raising your child? Are you raising your child to work? Well, that that's up to him. He, he can or can't, whatever it is he wants to choose to do. But mm-hmm. it seems to be a dumb thing to go out and go to work when you can get it free. You know, so I can't imagine uh, even the weaker brain cell folks realizing that. Listen, when we all crash over that cliff, there's no free yeah. shit down at the bottom. You know what I mean? It's gone. So why can't we, you know, teach even the low informed that? Listen, it's it's going to be painful, but if we don't write, we're we're $160 trillion in, 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 in debt. Now, they don't like to publish that out there. They talk about just the 17 or $18 trillion that he's added to the debt since uh, uh, he's come into office. But uh, we're unfunded liability right now, and it is a crisis. You, you mentioned two points. The, the first one about term limits. It was the Federalist Papers in 10 prior to the Constitution that have limited time in office, but they never put it into law, so it was in the Federalist Papers. that The other thing is Common Core Curriculum is dumbing down the schools, uh, which is basically an Obama agenda to make people not have the ability to analyze what's happening around them. So you see what's happening. The country is being dumbed down. People go in any direction where the money is coming from. Entitlements are flowing out of the treasury, out of the uh, coffers of state and federal treasuries. And uh, and they're manipulating the population. And and you said it very clearly. The the debt's going to rise up. People are getting money. Why would they vote any other way but Democrat? Yeah. Yeah, that's incredible. You you look at the situation as it is, and Mark's absolutely right. You know, when you talk about the, you know, entitlement, uh, tap being wide open and just flowing out of the uh, bureaucracy at Washington. What you have to understand, and, and this is where we have to get, you know, these these liberals and these socialists to understand, is that socialism itself is a bipartisan screwing of the American people. Socialism has never worked anywhere in the world it has ever been tried. And what happens is 
you know, you've got the, the class warfare that Obama is so proud to sponsor, and you've got the, the people at the bottom of the ladder envious of the people at the top of the ladder. So you penalize those at the top. You drag them down. And when they get down to where the middle class is today, well, guess who is at the top of the ladder then? The middle class. You drag them down, and the top of the ladder becomes the lower class. At that point, you're out of other people's money, and everybody is getting screwed over equally. That's what socialism does. And that's what these these socialist and liberal voters, the no-information voters, I call them, simply cannot grasp the concept of. They have no ability to analyze it and see the collapse that's about to come because of it. And that's and all they have to do is just look over at Greece, right? Look at well, Detroit. You don't yeah. have to go look at Greece. Just look at oh. Detroit. You know, yeah. Detroit California. is supposed to be a, a liberal law-law land. I mean, they've been running the place for 50 years. Well, they ran out of other people's money. Now they're bankrupt. Over half in the last 50 years, over half the population of Detroit has vanished. They've run away from Detroit. What you've got left now are the takers the criminals and the takers. Yes. And they're crying because they're bankrupt? They bankrupted themselves. They're literally sure. economic predators. You're absolutely correct. This push to raise the minimum wage is another way to steal money from businesses and, and the taxpayers as well. Here in Maryland, they want to raise it up by 30%. Not only that, they want to tie it to the cost of living. So you're you're not going to have any control of your own business and your own business budget because they'll be stealing money from you. A federal government wants to raise the minimum wage, the federal minimum wage as well, and they just did it in Washington, D.C. two days ago. Walmart said they would pull out, they were going to build several stores down there. They may just do that. I mean, several thousand jobs will be lost. So you're absolutely correct. This is uh, predatory economic uh, results from what the government's doing. It's absolutely correct. There's not a single business person in this world that is going to keep his business in a state that is going to castrate him. Basically, yeah. and that's what they're doing. He, they're just going to simply move across the state line. What was that airplane company that was trying to be forced to be build, built in an area where it was a union state and they did not the federal government tried to step in and keep it from moving to a, a right-to-work state. It went to South Carolina, and the National Labor Relations Board stepped in, said you can't move it out of a union state to a non-union state. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I think it was Boeing, but I'm not, I'm not 100% yeah. on that. It's incredible. And, and it was amazing. It was extremely amazing. Obama stepped in for the unions, and there were thousands of jobs, good jobs, yeah. too. Well, well, can you let's, say let's put, a finer, let's, let's put a little finer point on that, guys. Yeah, it was Boeing. And, uh, you know, you, Mark, you bring up a good point, but let's follow through with it. It's the uh, National Labor Relations Board. Now, that is the board where Obama appointed during a supposed recess three members that yeah. are all pro-union. Now, yeah. think about this. That case, due to uh, a lawsuit filed by a private citizen, is now being heard at the United States Supreme Court. Those recess appointments were illegal. Those were illegal. The Congress was not in recess. There had been no sine die. The Congress was in, uh, still in session, and uh, those appointments were made. And then those people and that board were the ones that told Boeing, oh, no, no, yeah. you can't go there. That's a right-to-work state and your union. The recess, exactly right. mm -hmm. the recess appointment, historically speaking, was put into place because Congress could not meet quickly like we can now. They didn't have defined vacations, things like that, back in the 1790s. So they gave the president the appointment for an emergency appointment. That's an emergency appointment. These were not emergency appointments at all. The recess appointment should not be uh, in there for the president to use as, at will, and that's exactly what he does. He waits till Congress goes off for a weekend, and he just puts people in there that he wants, and most of them are the extreme left-wingers, like this most recent appointment to the Civil Rights Division in, in the Department of Justice. It's very questionable. You know, not time for Congress. How many times have we heard it from that guy's mouth? He... He believes that he is the supreme one, uh, a dictator, if you will, that has 
no time for Congress, and, and by the way, openly admits that, that he's going to, it's my way or the highway. He says it's your fault if we shut the government down because you don't give me 100% of what I want. It's your fault if you don't vote my way. Now, there is where I ask brain cells to come up and we the people come back to a, a reality and do a reality check here. There is a, a group of Republicans that should have been screaming like Trey Gowdy did uh, at uh, uh, the uh, lies from, from Holder to, about what do you mean it's our fault? Excuse me? Because you said you are not going to agree with a single thing that we say, and it's all your way or the highway, that it's our fault that the government shuts down? They should have been screaming that. Don't you agree? They should have been screaming from the top of buildings, but they didn't. They didn't because they have no backbone, and they should have voted out. We need a turnover in 2014 for sure. Yeah. There isn't a a, a question in my mind that uh, we've got a bunch of, you know, limp rags over there, and yeah. I, I don't know how we're going to do it. And, and I would love for somebody to to say, "Here's the first step." But John Boehner has got to go. That is, he's screaming at the backbone of America and these yeah. Tea Parties. These Tea Parties are coming out because, hey, listen, we don't have our rifles up and cocked yet. But I'm I'm telling you, this is a a revolution against these folks and. That he he screams bloody murder at them, and, and joins with the the Democrats like the McCain's and the uh, oh, the other one uh, with the G. Mitch McConnell. <laughs> Mitch McConnell. <laughs> and and the other one, Graham the. Uh, oh, Graham. Lindsey Graham. Lindsey Graham. <laughs> they all should be turned out. Social oh, McCain. Absolutely. McCain was voted down in Arizona the last week on a poll. I don't know if you got to see that. They all should be turned around. Harry Reid, he's questioned. I don't know if you know about Harry Reid in 2010. He was behind in the polls by 5% in Nevada. And magically there was a, uh, a storm that night. He's ahead by 5% when he win- and he wins the election down there. His son, you may not be aware, runs the biggest election board in Nevada. So there's a lot of connections to the unions, his son, the blackout. And all of a sudden, he's a winner. So basically, he went from 5% down to 5% past, 10% up, basically, uh, to win the election. And then no one investigated it. It's in, the, it's in the material. We researched it, and we, were, we wrote about it. No one cared. Never carried by one? the major media. Never the major media would not cover it. They How about this one? their attention. They won't, I was, I've been on the dozens of radio shows. Yeah. I mentioned this to people. They, they just don't care. Exactly. How about mentioning the same thing about Barack Obama? How many people voted for him, and often, and how many dead people voted for him? I mean, it's incredible. <laughs> going, getting I, on buses and going from one yeah. voting booth to the other, yeah. and then saying it's it's racist to ask somebody for their identification, why yeah. we can be whoever we want to be. Stop that. Yeah. Yeah, it, so we've got to grow up. We've got to get big boy pants back on and yeah. stop the crap. You know, just, he went from a 10 million, 10 million margin in 2008 to a 3 million margin in 2012, Obama. And I bet you a lot of those 3 million votes are double, triple, quadruple votes, probably imaginary votes. And you, you are aware that one of the major contributors to Obama, one of the major contributors, runs the election uh, machines in 26 states. So there's a lot of hanky-panky going on. Yeah, well, what about the idea that there is there were more people voted in some counties than actual people lived there? And, and that's just disqualifying the fact that there were Republicans in there, too, but there was no Republicans mm-hmm. voting in there. But there were more well, people than yeah. actually lived there voted. You didn't check the names of the cemetery plots. That's why. Yeah. <laughs> let's, let's, take that, let's take that down to St. Lucie County in Florida. Yeah. You know, uh, Right there, you had a 141 percent voter turnout. Yeah. Uh, in, in, you know, now, you know, look, that I was can brilliant. That was great. That was very good. <laughs> you know, I can understand. You know, where when you allow people to register to vote yeah. as they come to vote, you know, you you might have a few people 
that have just moved to the area in the last week or so, and they want to vote. They're, you know, they're concerned yeah. Americans. They want to vote. They want to do whatever they do. You know, but how many precincts around the country ever show a 100% voter turnout, much less than a 141% voter turnout? Now, in Ohio, in the 2012 election, there were, and in Pennsylvania, there were precincts where every single person who voted voted for Obama. Not one vote cast for Mitt Romney. However, when you start asking people that live in those precincts that are registered as Republicans, did you go to vote? Yeah, who'd you vote for? Romney? Well, guess what? Yeah. Let me, let me yeah, ask you a question. Did, did you not see? Did you not see that that documentary that was made about voting machines and how uh, at at any point you, it doesn't matter what anybody puts in there, the outcome is going to be whatever is programmed there. And you know where we got that? That was way back there. You remember the disgusting guy that was always shown on television, looking at the hanging Chad. That is exactly why people bought into the fact, okay, we're going to go to the machines. Yep. Now, right there is when that huge corruption started hitting. And yep. the guy at the top was the guy who was going to control the election in the yep. story. And that's... That w- it's a humiliating thing to know that we are that stupid. And the idea is uh, anyone that you talk with on that left wing say, listen, he has been voted in twice. Don't tell me he's not a great president and all, that, all of this other jargon. How can they be that dumb? Do you think it's, it is really dumb or just the idea that they're looking for their free stuff? Well, it's not only the free stuff. There are a certain subgroup of people in the population in this country who will vote for him no matter what. Yeah. They vote skin color, and in this case, here in Maryland, that's exactly what they do. They vote skin color, especially in Baltimore City and Prince George's County, Maryland, which is very close to Washington D.C. Washington D.C., as you might know, has 57 percent Afro-American. They went 90 percent for him. Maryland, uh, Baltimore City won, I think it was 91 percent for Obama as well. So they vote skin color, not necessarily merit. So you're absolutely on target on that, but that's that's interesting. Yeah, exactly. I can't imagine anyone not understanding that. That's my my basic. Uh, well, uh, that's how the country is run, though. I mean, if you're going to offer something to somebody for free, a free phone, uh, to fill their belly, money to go to a casino here in Maryland, as an example, they're going to take it and vote the direction that where the money is coming from. That will always be the case. As long as the gravy is flowing, they're going to move with the gravy. And that's all. That's it. Yeah. There is no question that uh, when you have people who say that I'm voting for him because he's black, I will guarantee you that uh, there is a lot of great people that were back in in the Bush era who I even uh, wrote about in in one of my books, uh, President 2012, Patriot or Puppet for Billionaires, uh, is just the idea that they've crashed and burned by simply reversing as soon as Obama came into office with absolutely no background other than being this uh, uh, activist uh, in, in never really having a job. So he, they, they actually jumped on his side because of his skin color. And so every bit of their credibility, I mean, they're just this is incredible. We're respected around the world. But... Uh, then along comes just the fact that this guy is black and they voted for him. Uh, what happens to your credibility? You know, it takes a nosedive. My question is he was a constitutional professor for a few years. I wonder what constitution was he uh, a professor for? I mean, it wasn't the American constitution, that's for sure. I don't know what where he, what he's thinking about. We have the longest running constitution in the in the history of the world, and it works, and it still works. We don't need to add anything to it. We could, if we just use it the way it was intended, we'd have a great country. We have a great country. He's well, just, in five years, he's 
taken apart this country piece by piece. Every institution, every uh, where you look, he's an atheistic agenda from the military to the schools. We just can't escape uh, the grasp of Obama because he wants to control everything. And that is the definition of tyranny. This is sure. a, we're in a tyrannical administration right now. Absolutely. I, I'm wondering, and now I know this has been played out, but I, I guarantee you, with as brilliant minds that uh, you two both have, I, I know you can sit with me on this. And anyone with brain cells who is not uh, on the government dole, uh, you know, knows that the community organizer should could, he should never been allowed to run for president. Now, just take that one little thing. Back in 1961, people of color were called Negroes. Now, so how can Obama birth certificate state he's an African American when the term wasn't even used, wasn't even there at the time? And the birth certificate that was released by the White House lists Obama's birth August the 4th, 1961 enlist Barack Hussein Obama as his father. Not a big deal, right? But at the time of Obama's birth, it also shows that his... Hello? Are you there? Right here. I think Are you we've there? lost anything oh, well, I... of, of concern except for the fact that Kenya did not even exist in 1963. Two whole years after Obama's birth and 27 years after his father's birth. However, uh, how could Obama's father have been born in a country that did not exist up until Kenya was formed in 1963? It was known as the British East Africa Protectorate. Now, on the birth certificate released by the White House, the listed place of birth was the Kapai uh, Olini, which is the maternity and gynecological hospital located in Honolulu, Hawaii. This cannot be because the hospitals in question in 1961 were called Kuwait Keolani Children's Hospital, and the uh, Kapai Olini Maternity Home, respectfully, was not in existence. The name did not change to Kapai Olini Maternity Gynecological Hospital until 1978. When these two hospitals merged, how can this particular name of a hospital be on a birth certificate dated 1961 if the name had not been applied until 1978? And why hasn't well, anyone even discussed that? And perhaps a clue comes from Mr. Obama's book on his father. He states how proud he is of his father fighting in World War II. Now, I'm not a math genius, so I may need some help from all of you. Barack Obama's birth certificate says his father was 25 years old in 1961 when Obama was born. So, so far, so good. The, that should have put the father's date of birth approximately 1936, and if my math holds. Now, we need a, a non-revised history book, one that hasn't been altered uh, to satisfy the author's goals to verify World War II was basically between 1939 and 1945. Just how, how many 3 fight wars? Even at the <laughs> latest stages of World War II, his father wouldn't have been but nine years old. Would right. you please tell me why <laughs> this is so outlawed to talk about? There's one what? more point, though, that we need to what? talk about. <clears throat> his mother is, is, was a, a white woman, a very lovely-looking white woman, and his father was dark, dark-skinned. He has, Obama, no characteristics of a biracial person. Only of a Negroid person. That's number one. Number two, the physiometry, his nose, hair, everything else. You for biracial people, uh, mulattoes. Sometimes they call them uh, the bad word. He doesn't have any of that. No one has done any genetic testing on him to show that the mom, to my knowledge, is his mom at all. And if they did, I bet you she wouldn't be the mom. I bet she's the product of two uh, Negroid people. Not that that's bad or anything. It's just that 
we're being told a bunch of lies about him, sure. his genetic background at all. And that's what people should talk about. Why isn't he light-skinned? He's not a light-skinned uh, Negro person. He's a dark skin. And the, the mother's skin color and her blue eyes and all that should should reign somewhere in his genetics, but they're not. It, it's very yeah. interesting. Let, let me yeah. clear up a couple of things here real quick. Yeah. First of all, okay. Now, on the birth certificate, it, one of the one of the most common things that I see out there in social media and things is what you mentioned, uh, David, with the African American uh, designation. It right. never really says that. There is no place on that birth certificate that was released that says African American. Now it does list his father as African. Everything else you say is absolutely correct on there. The, the the name of the uh, the hospital, Capiolani Maternity and Gynecological Hospital, you're right, it did not become that until 1978. Kenya, East Africa, did not exist in 1971. Now, as to his father, as to his father serving in World War II, I am shocked, David, absolutely shocked, that you have never heard of the Kindergarten Corps the 101st <laughs> Kindergarten Corps that fought in Northern Italy. Absolutely. In Northern Italy. Yeah. They couldn't hold the big guns. They were not big enough yet. They yes. had to have the smaller ones. Yeah, I got it. Is that pointed out to the Children's Crusade back in the 1200? <laughs> yeah, Children's Crusade. There you go. That's good. I mean, they, That's they good ran around, They ran around the, uh, the northern uh, Italian area. They're kicking Nazis in the shins. Uh, <laughs> It's very well known. I'm, I'm sure there's some of that. That's great. That's brilliant. <laughs> but but you see, but you you see my point. I I I'm sick to death of the fact that it was just a cover up by everybody up there. Who well, in the Hades is is pulling the strings so tightly that nobody will step out of bounds? Political correctness has killed our country. I'm the yeah. least political correct person in the world. I'm not going to be. Uh, yeah governed by somebody telling me, oh, you mustn't say that, you know, I'm not going to, uh, that's not going to work with me. But how could the entire population of the Senate and the House not be, be able to say, listen, give me a birth certificate and demand this and this and this be answered? Well, here's, here's the deal. Here's the deal on that. And, and this, I mean, I, I honestly believe this. You'll never get anybody to admit it up there, but here's what I believe. They all know this thing is stinking from the top down. They know this birth certificate business is a mess. They know it's forgery. They, they know there is no proof as to who this man really is. But what they're so afraid of, from Alpha to Omega, every member of the, the House and the, and the Senate, is a constitutional crisis, which would absolutely come about were any of this to be brought out and made an issue of. But for those people out there who are afraid, I mean just, just afraid for whatever reason to be called or labeled as a birther, let's take the birth certificate issue completely out of the mix. Just, just forget that there's a forged birth certificate, okay? As a child, Barry Satoro, was registered as a student in a school in Indonesia. On those records, it indicates that he was a citizen of Indonesia. Now, you had to be a citizen of Indonesia in those years to enroll in school in Indonesia, and there is absolutely no record that can be found anywhere of Barry Satoro or Barack Hussein Obama ever repatriating to the United States, ever at, at the age of 18 or 21 or beyond, ever reapplying for United States citizenship. Therefore, according to those school records, Barack Hussein Obama, who now has his feet up on our desk in the Oval Office, is to this day a citizen of Indonesia and not a citizen of the United States. So, you can take the birth certificate completely out of the mix. The man is not a United States citizen. Yeah, but the Federal Election Commission should have validated all this before he ran, and they didn't do it. And we know he didn't present the proper credentials to them initially. And then with backtracking, instead of looking forward, and that was wrong what they've done. And they wanted a black guy in there, and they pushed aside. There was a deal between him and uh, Hill. Obama and Hillary to get him in there, as well as everybody knows. So there's a lot of hanky-panky going on. Plus, there are a number of billionaires out there like Soros 
who support him, and they're able to manipulate society as well. So there's a lot of things going for Obama. Uh, how did he get into Harvard when he admits he didn't do any schoolwork in, in uh, high school? He didn't work. Or he didn't have Columbia. a job. That cost money. Yeah, where did the money come from? No one asked yeah. him. Did he apply as a foreign student? Some people think he has. There's some credentials out there to support that. Uh, and if he was a foreign student from where, Kenya, Indonesia? So there's a lot of questions that go unanswered about this guy. And then we've uncovered a lot of information right on this show here. You know, there is an absolute fact. You just got through mentioning the gentleman's name, George Soros. You can turn back the clock, and there is uh, proof that he was the backer way back there and paid. How do you think that he, Obama went to all of these these very expensive uh, uh, universities and was able to travel back and forth uh, from uh, uh, from Africa back to America when he was not working anywhere? Yes. George Soros is his money backer because he had a plan, and that plan was what is taking place right today. George Soros is the one that caused the crash, if you remember, of the British pound betting against it. He makes money on destroying a nation from within, and that's the best initiative. There is nobody on the planet that hates this more than Barack Obama. Excuse me, no, his wife hates it more. Uh, She is, of course... uh, uh, just read her thesis. I read all 400 pages of it, and if you read it, you would understand that that woman hates America and bitterly hates white people. Well, she got affirmative action to go to law school. She got affirmative action to go to college. She got a job back back home where they created a $300,000 trustee job at a hospital, which disappeared after she left. Why would she hate America? I, I, it's hard to, I, I can't understand her psyche, but she does, and she says it all the time. Uh, you know, now she's proud of it because Barack is in there. Barack has destroyed the country. Well, her and Barack are planning to get a divorce. It's been through all the media. She's going to live in the White House in a separate bedroom until the end of his term. Uh, so Barack has shafted her as well, it looks like. Well, the idea is, uh, I don't know if you guys uh, are aware of this, but every time he goes to Hawaii, uh, the CIA uh, throws a fit because they, they, they say it's very difficult to, uh, to guard him and protect him because he removes himself from his family and goes to his boyfriend's house over there and stays with him while his family is guarded in another uh, area in their home district. So, uh, yes, uh, I think most of us, especially uh, a, a gentleman uh, that normally co-hosts with me on the radio, understands that Barack Hussein Obama is a, is a little more girly than he would be manly. Uh, that's some suggestions out there that he's had um, gay liaisons in the past as well. I won't be surprised at all. This stuff will come out after the election of 2016. And we'll see. Also, there's some suggestions that he had an affair back in 2006. Uh, a chauffeur driver let him go into a, a hotel in Washington, D.C., and a, and a woman supporter showed up at the same time. So we don't know what's going on. No, it's going to come no, out, no, though. Here. Yeah, it's just that, uh, you know, when it walks like a duck and quacks like a duck, it's a duck, and that's the way I kind of look at things. Mm-hmm. But uh, if you can see uh, the actual probabilities ahead of us here, uh, the disgusting thing that we're going to have to deal with, and and believe it or not, it's not any of the things that we've talked about except for one, and that's those voting machines. If we don't come down hard and make our local areas do the counting manually and get that machine out of our life, we are going to be looking at the same kind of crap. You know, you just yeah. got to explaining how uh, the Senate majority uh, chair there is, is is so connected, and his and his family members are in control of those voting yeah. machines, and and how he went from five behind to ten ahead, and all that kind of stuff. If yeah. we don't deal with that, we're going to be doing something that if you look the word up in the dictionary insanity is doing the same things over and over and each time expecting a different outcome if we can't get over that hump i would say we're going to be no better than the low informed that we talk about yes well you notice in florida 
when Bush won Florida, they they went with a microscope and looked at each vote. But when Obama wins, and there's a question, nobody looks anywhere. So that, that's the that's the duality you have to deal with in this country as well. They wanted a black president, and they got him in. He screwed it up. He screwed up his job big time. The second election is very questionable. And now we're looking at 2016 with a potential Hillary running and winning, unfortunately, in the dumbed-down society that the Democrats have created and, and using certain levels of uh, dilution in educational structure so people cannot analyze what's going on. And you How know the end of the story, and you, yeah. you, you've elaborated on it very well, what's happening. Yeah. How are we going to get rid of Boehner? you got you got to, just a, uh, right off the cuff, how, how can, uh, you know, calling and stuff like that, that's really good, but uh, it, you know, I, I don't I know that it works. No, we call him out for his ineptitudes. He's an inept person. He doesn't know what he's doing. He's siding, now he's pushing uh, illegal immigration yeah. uh, right. to illegalize six million yeah. more. We call him out point by point. We have commercials. We had the Tea Party uh, representatives go in there and talk to him to get him out, and that's, that's what should happen. Yeah, Craig, spit a spit a, a word or two out there. What what do you think? Yeah, I I think I think the way to get rid of John Boehner, get him out of the speaker's chair, is simply by electing more solid conservatives to the House uh, this November. The more solid conservatives you have in there, the easier it is to say, you know what, John, uh, you know, time for you to step out of the chair, and we're going to put somebody else in there, and and that's the easiest way to get him out. Now, the other way to do it is to convince the voters of Ohio that he needs to be removed from the House completely. And, uh, you know, I, I think Ohio Republicans are starting to understand that this guy's time is done. Just the way voters here in my state of Arizona are starting to understand that it's time for John McCain to pack it in. So. Yeah. Yeah, John McCain is probably the worst piece of work I've ever seen in my life. And for him to bash... I, our own uh, party, if you will, and uh, of conservatives, and jump on the bandwagon with Democrats, how that's not uh, putting poison in the pudding there for him, I don't know. It, does, do you, it just doesn't take a smart person to, to look at his actions. Do you believe they ran a weak candidate in 2008 in the form of John McCain and Sarah Palin so Obama could get in? It looks like it's all been manipulated for Obama to go in there. And when when they were debating, McCain would would speak back. He wouldn't say no, nothing negative about Obama. And it looked like it was all manipulated from the day one uh, when McCain started running. That's he a just very wasn't good a fighter. And with Romney as well, Romney was too decent of a guy to come back and state the yeah. things that he should have said about Obama. Yes, he, I mean, we've got to have somebody with balls. There. Yeah, we've got to right. have somebody yeah, with balls. Yeah, how many people in Congress have have cojones on that? Yeah, Not many. Right, right, maybe right. Ted Cruz, maybe yeah. Rand Paul, Ron Paul, those guys. Yeah, you know, well, in the in the minute or so we've got left here, let me just say this about the 2008-2012 election. You know what we've got here are rhinos. We've got a uh, Republican establishment that still thinks they're still operating off the idea that it's Republicans versus Democrats. Well, let me tell you something. The Democrats morphed into liberals, and the liberals have morphed into socialists, and the Republicans still think it's Republicans versus Democrats. Now, if that was the case, a McCain and a Romney would have been a formidable opponent for any Democrat that happened to be running. But when we're faced with socialists on the other side of the aisle, we can no longer afford to run strict old-school Republicans. Exactly. We've got to step up with the Tea Party and the Constitutionalists who are willing to fight for what's left of this country. Absolutely. Absolutely. There's not a, there's not a question in my mind. That is 100% correct. But I, I don't want all the time to slip away before I say I would love for both of you people to come back and be part of this radio program. I cannot imagine uh, sitting on the sofa and not doing my fair share, okay? And this, I don't care uh, how people view it, uh, we're doing something here. We're reaching a lot of people, and with this kind of intelligent thinking and uh, word exchange, 
this is exactly what we need. So I'm, I'm inviting both of you. Hopefully you will take me up on that and come back every Thursday morning. I'm telling you, we've got to stay active. We've got to get on the road. And I'm going to have to check out from here. Thank you both, okay? Thank you for having me. I really appreciate being on your show. Thank you. Thank you very much, David. Yeah. Dear President Obama, we, the people, have stated resolutely we reject your vision for our country. You claim you have not heard us. We, the people, have assembled across America resisting your efforts to subvert our Constitution and undermine our liberty. You claim you have not seen us. Since you have not acknowledged our message, let us here present it once more. For if, as President Wilson said, a leader's ear must ring with the voices of the people, the time has come. Our greatest treasure is free.